This is the Bar Stewards Enquiry. You are talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You are an underachiever in life. You were, I saved your bacon one time. You were gone. Well, I couldn't save you. I, I don't know if you are, but you said the right thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that. What have what you contributed to racing? You are one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. And a very warm welcome to the Bastards Inquiry Weekend Podcast. It's great St. Wilfred Weekend at Ripon. We've got the Hungerford Stakes at Newbury. And... On this show to uh, go through the racing this weekend is myself, of course, Lee Keys, John Lang. Good evening, John. Good evening, Lee. Uh, we're all laid on the floor uh, in vest and pants. <laughs> we uh, are. Trying, <laughs> trying, to, trying to keep cool. I know everyone thinks we're kidding. Um, and um, <laughs> and last, certainly not, but not least, you know, on, our, on our three-pronged paddock is um, uh, Neville Ender. Good evening, Neville. Good evening. And I'm also on the floor. Yes, absolutely. All, all vest and pants, hands on um, in this ridiculous heat. Um, and uh, Neville um, uh, joins us this week, obviously, to help us with the uh, the sticks action at Market Raisin and Perth, um, the, the two cards uh, this weekend. And he's also got some info about his runner tomorrow night at Market Raisin, which we'll get on to later in the show. Okay, folks, um, as it's, it's the usual uh, first part of the show, it's best bets time. I'll kick us off. I'll, I'll, I'll get us in the mood, <laughs> <laughs> which is, is quite difficult, but I'll try. Uh, the 3.35 at Newbury, this is the feature race on the card at Newbury, and it is, uh, the horse in question is trained by my favourite trainer, the shirt, William Haggis, Tiber Flow. Um, very competitive race this is, but Tiber Flow, I've always felt, requires um, seven furlongs. Being, being campaigned over six. William himself said earlier in the season this horse probably did want seven, um, but obviously the targets in question like was probably uh, too good to turn down, like the Commonwealth Cup. Um, he, he couldn't get competitive uh, sort of in that. He, he just didn't have the, have the pace. Um, that was a very good race. And, and uh, over six, uh, it was no good. Over seven now, I'm really interested in time of flow. I think four to one is very good value. And that's where my one-point selection kicks us off uh, live on ITV. Hopefully, it's the start of a of, of a good treble for me this this weekend. So, Tiber Flow is where I'm kicking off. Neville, I'm coming to you. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to put up as my th- third best over the weekend a horse trained by arguably the, the best permit trainer in the country. Um, somebody might say different, but I think Diane Sayer is superb. And she saddles Idyllico in the 305 race at Perth. This horse has been unlucky. He came fifth in one of those, wasn't the sea pigeon, it was it was one that, I, that we had a runner in, uh, the Cab on Target final at Kelso last, uh, earlier in the year. And he was an unlucky fifth in running. He's been dropped three pounds since then. He's also been unlucky subsequently. And I think his mark of 97 in the... Uh, two mile four furlong handicap hurdle is uh, I want to say it's thrown him but I think it's very fair on his old form he had a, a pipe opener on the flat 12 days ago when he didn't run badly at all at Carlisle in one of those uh, all ladies meetings he had Becky Smith on and he finished uh, fourth beaten three lengths and I think he's 
In, in a race, for a 15 grand race, I don't think it's that strong, in all honesty. It's a not 220, but the top one's 115, so really it's not 215. I think uh, around double-figure prices, I think he's a... Uh, He's, he looks a reasonable bet. And I'm going to do something that uh, both you two gentlemen do quite often. I'm going to have a wank bet. <laughs> An each way wanker bet? Yes, if that's if that's possible. <laughs> I, I was wondering where you were going with that, Nev. I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> circle jerk, maybe, but, you know, I mean, yeah. anyway. So I'm going to have a half point each way wank. On idyllico. <laughs> this is quality stuff. Uh, yeah, you can you can do that. You can have one half point each way on yeah. idyllico. Um, uh, four pegs, one fifth the odds at eleven to one. Lovely job. Uh, four pegs. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Absolutely fair. And that this is Neville each way. I'm going to tell Quentin. Quentin Franks is coming to York next week. I'm going to tell him what you've done. Um, it's, <laughs> Don't. A, it's a misdemeanor there, you know, <laughs> on the nose here and I've seen where I am in the in the table, and I've got to get. I don't want any more losers. Actually, that was your third best. So it's, it's half a point each way, not a point each way. Yeah, so, that's fine enough. Yeah. So my mistake. Uh, but yeah. yeah, half point each way. Idyllica, eleven one four pegs. John, what do you make of Neville there? Uh, I'm in shock. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, he caught, caught me unawares. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm Nothing in, wrong in wanking, is there? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>, John. <laughs> John. It's degenerating quickly, isn't it? <laughs> It's, this is this is this is quick even for this show. Um, yeah. Um, hey, Davis, I'm the list as he generates. <laughs> <laughs> We've lasted a total of uh, seven and a half minutes. Good stuff, um, John. Yeah. Um, this won't take long. This is ready, Barry. Time for oh, the yeah. Hungerford. The Hungerford. Oh, right, really? Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, Interesting. For that, all the reasons stated, really. Um, yeah, yeah, a bit of a sick coincidence, but there it is. Um, yeah. Looks chill to be something to the seven furlongs. Uh, I've run well at Newbury before. I don't see a lot of downsides over the house at the price. Well, that's it. I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it's not bad, really, is it? Four to one, and and. <laughs> You, in third fav in you, you've got the Mondam edge of the group race has chinned it as third fav. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's having its weekly group two out in it. Well, we've got we've got the Mondam edge of the Mondam edges having its weekly run at York next week, aren't we? In the uh, in the Sivan. <laughs> Old Anthony loves the game. Um yeah, so 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 that's it. So you're going I'll clax it I'm claxing it. We've got a Barstures Claxon on, on the weekend before York. Uh, we have a Claxon. Uh, that's when two, two, two or more panellists agree on the same selection. So Tiber Fleur is a bastard's Claxon in the Hungerford. So enjoy that one at four to one, folks. Well is done, it, Is it a virtual one? Because I'm waiting to hear it then. The Claxon. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should. We need to get some jingles. I mean, I've said this before. We need. We need some like. In fact, we should. We should get edit, edited in a big. Yeah. A big Claxon sound. We, we need um, that thing off bulls there when Bully comes in and goes. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a jingle now. I don't know if I can get it on my phone. Yeah. Can you send me a text? You'll can hear I send it. You a text? Just yeah. this, and you'll hear it. 
Get ready. Uh, so I'm sending you a text live on air. Well, not live when you when you listen to this, but uh, here we go. Send Neville text. Here we go. There we go. Come to Neville. I've got very little signal. <laughs> oh, it's not working. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Wi-Fi, and you're not on. Uh... Oh, I'll try and find it on my phone. Anyway, I've got one of my horses, and he, he's, he's whinnying for his feed, and, he, and it just—it's a really good one actually. And you could sort of stick it in between. I think it's a... gone. I think it's gone. Oh, hang on. I'll, put my, I'll move my phone to a place where it normally picks him up. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're shit. <laughs> Sounds like you're putting a partner on there, Nev. <laughs> it's a bit of Ron Jeremy, isn't it, really? You Can know. you see my screen? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's Ron Jeremy. Um <laughs> Right, Nev, I'm, com- I'm swinging it round to you then, as we swing it away. Two-pointer. Where, what's, where, where's your two-pointer? Uh, right, two-pointer. I know that you're, you're going to fancy this one, Lee, because I, I remember you tipping it about a month ago, and it's the 4.15 race at Perth, a horse that was trained by Sir Michael Stout on the flat and uh, has been a bit of an underachiever over hurdles so far, Galata yeah. Bridge, yeah. and it's been sent all the way up from... Uh, is it Worcestershire trained somewhere around there? Dr. Richard Newland, who now sports a, a hair transplant. I don't know if you've actually seen that. <laughs> Has he got a syrup? <laughs> uh, no, it's a proper, it, it's not a syrup. <laughs> um, Dr. Anyway. Syrup. You got a Jimmy White? Not quite as thick as Jimmy White. Anyway, um, Sam Twiston Davis goes up to ride as well. It's the horse is rated 120, which is. I suppose, really, he's, he's been crucified by the handicap. He won a small race at Huntingdon off 108, put up to 120, but I thought he ran really well in that valuable um, 24 grand race at Market Raisin um, last month. Uh, Pisgah Pipe won it. It was very competitive, and he got slightly impeded. Um, I won't say he would have won, but he probably would have been uh, a place nearer. But he showed a good attitude, and... I've just been looking through his form and it might well be that he's a better horse on a flat track as opposed to an undulating track. And uh, Perth, as we, we know, is completely level. Uh, it might be able to use his speed. And I think there are question marks against several of these, uh, particularly Lady Reset, who I do like, but I'm not convinced that she's up to winning off 112, even though she's consistent. Uh, Adam West's horse at the bottom is uh, up considerably in the handicap since he has rattled off a hat-trick and he's also out the weights. Laura Morgan's horse, socialist agenda, is, although technically he's not a novice, he, he is in all but name. Um, Britska ran a moody race last time when winning seemed to be in stone-cold trouble and then came through and won, and Wolf Prince will set the pace. I think Galata Bridge, it could be his day t- tomorrow, so uh, I'm going to go with him as my second best, and that's a straight on-the-nose bet. Good stuff. 100 to 30, Burlington Bertie, two points. Deux points um, for Neville Ender on uh, Galata Bridge. Yes, um, you're right, Nev. I I did fancy him very strongly for the market raise and race. Um, you could be, could have a point there about flat tracks. Huntingdon was, was nice and flat. And, um, yeah, I could see... Galata Bridge. It's very lightly raced as well over hurdles. It's only run six times over hurdles, so you, you would hope that there'd be a little bit more improvement in him, wouldn't you? Yeah, John. John, you you know Galata Bridge well from the flat, don't you? Yeah, yeah. 
when you said it like the rest on the flash, I thought they should have the prophetic. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's your jingle. <laughs> Stick that in. Stick that up, you, John. Stick it right up. Ne- Nev's got your measure tonight. What the hell are you twisting on my ass there, Nev? When did that man? That should be our bastard's Clacton, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, so hey, Galata Bridge, John. Yeah, I, I thought they showed quite a lack of ambition with the arse on the flat, to be honest. I mean, he was poking around on the arse weather, ended up with a rate and a 90 anyway. I was quite surprised when I saw it, actually. I thought it looked just the type the old man had enjoyed uh, training as a four-year-old, but uh, they, they built it on and got rid, didn't they? Um, Any idea what they sold it for? I believe made a few quid. Yeah, um, he wasn't bad, was he, though? About 70? I'm going to have a look. It'd be in Tattersall's, aren't it? Yeah, I think it, it was, was about... 75,000 guineas. 75, yeah, yeah five, five pence on the pound on that price. So, so around about 80,000 pounds. In all honesty, that, would, that wouldn't have been over-expensive for a three-year-old, would it? No. I mean, it's, well, it's expensive if you look at the mark that Galata Bridge... At the time, had. though, if that was Tattersall's autumn horses in training, yeah. you'd expect a horse of that to have made double, wouldn't you? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's got a problem. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is issues in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I bet, I bet him at market raising on the premise of Huntington. And uh, yeah, I was left a little bit flat. I expected him, I expected him to do it. But Nev, you might have a point there about the track. And Perth, with it being nice and flat, um, might just, you know, he's got plenty of time in the straight there. And, yeah, um, it's got problems going on an undulating track, and market raising is is up and down. You know, it, it, it's whereas it's easier if if they've got problems to run on a flat track, isn't it? So, I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I don't believe we've seen the best of him yet. No, that that no. twelve pound height though is a bit of a bummer. No, I think you've got I think you've got a good selection there, really good selection. So good stuff from Nev. Uh, in fact, we're going to award, we're going to we're going to make a bar just change. It's gone seven to two. And and so we need yeah so it's it's a price boost on Barfields <laughs> to seven to two we're better than BOG. yes Bob seven to two for Nev for Galata Bridge two points on the nose John your second best yeah, after Ripon for his second best and this one's in the three twenty fair Gab Noasis returns to the scene of one of his better efforts this season. The track suits him enormously. His, uh, his last visit showed he's more than capable of this sort of mark. He was headed a furlong up, but he kept on nicely. He was still only beating less than a length. Couldn't get involved last time in a big field at Thirsk. It was an absolute rate off for him. But this smaller field and the chance of possibly a soft play once he gets in front and bags the rail, this ought to play to his strengths. So I think he's. Uh, He's worth a wager tomorrow, two points win. Yeah, and of course he does like and enjoy. Um, I'll be honest, I was a little bit disappointed he didn't get the job done uh, last time at Ripon. Yeah. Um, but, as I've said, these horses, when they're coming back, you know, you don't, I mean, uh, Tim might have had him on pigeon feed um, for, for the first part of the year, getting his mark down. And, and it, like you said, they just seem to come alive, these horses, like temper trap recently. Uh, for Tim, um, you know, they just seem to just 
take fire when, when, when you know and like you say everything's in his favour John so I don't think there's really any discernible pattern to Tim's runners this year yeah I, I think you I think you, you're, you're so um, you're so um, heavily invested in Thick Dave you absolutely love Thick Dave don't you as a I he, he, I mean, I mean, another thing. Why don't we have the cock of the north like we used to? Remember, like, like, like we had Mark Birch and Mark Birch, the cock of the north. Kevin Darley, the cock of the north. Why don't yeah. we have the cock Kevin of the Dad north anymore? Only one because all the others were betting his asses and stopping theirs, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Do they not have the cock of the north anymore? I don't know. I don't. I, don't, um, I never, never hear it. Never hear it. No. I mean, it used to be a great. They should revive that. They should they should actually get that going again because that'd be fantastic. I, th- I, think I, just... thought it was, I thought it was part of Eddie Hard's name. <laughs> you never heard him mentioned without the of the North popping up, you know. <laughs> I heard I don't know how, how true this is, but a, a, a jockey came to school with us yesterday and he said by nine o'clock yesterday morning, Tim Easterby had had ninety horses ridden. Really? I, and I, don't, I don't know how true that is, but that seems a hell of a lot. It must, it must have so many horses. Yeah. Nine o'clock, 90 horses. It doesn't seem possible, does it? You'll have to wonder then, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So John, John's two-pointer garden oasis uh, there at Ripon, and hopefully can go better. Uh, slight, only needs to do slightly better than it did last last time on its last reappearance. Uh, well, last, I'll, I'll settle for considerably better. You win five, then. Yeah, you want to win five on on the Billy Idol, don't you? To roar yeah. it home in the straight. Like, like well, point, point the race over a furlong out, sick down, yeah. for dangers and non-existent. I do, I do think, John, that's that's probably from from a plum draw as well. That's the only one I could bet in the race. Uh, pre-play, so well, I think that was, you, that was kind of where I landed, really, you know. Yeah, so I think you're on on the right track there. Uh, I'm hoping my second best bet gets the approval um, of a certain Neverlander um, because this is a, a rare jumps bet for me. Oh. Um, it's on, not market raising, is it? On the show, no, it's at Perth, oh. and I, I'm 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 all over because this is this is like old school. This is like where you. Do the little class angles and the and the and I'm I'm all over uh, statuario of uh, Peter Bowens in the 235 race, and the reason being uh, the favourite uh, uh, of of uh, Big Fat Gordon's Quantum Realm um, have beaten very little really uh, to achieve that 126 rating, and I, I find it I find it strange that he he, he finds himself giving five pounds to a horse. That has been contesting some 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 really good competitive handicap chases against good horses. Third in that uh, market raise and uh, summer summer plate handicap chase. That that I always like to follow big 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 sort of summer racing handicaps, and because I think that these are the epitome of the best form of the summer. So I I just think uh, Statuario, um, James Bowen himself, Sean Bowen rides for for Gordon. So some people might say, well, Sean Bowen was on Statuario last time. Is that is that a tip in itself that he's, he's riding for Gordon? I don't know jockey arrangements. You know, maybe, maybe Sean Bowen's got a lot something going with Gordon, maybe longer term. So that's why uh, James is riding Statuario. Who knows? But I don't think Statuario can be five to two. I don't think it should be second favourite. I think it ran really well at market raising. And that's and it caught my eye really. It made mistakes at crucial points, and and that's that's where I think 
if 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 it doesn't make those sort of same mistakes as it did last time in 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 the big summer plate, it's going to take the world of beating at five to two. So two points for me on Statuario. I think that the reason why um, James Bowen was uh, I'm sorry, I've, I've lost my train of thought there. Um, he's, he's written, yeah, Sean Bowen's on Gordon Elliott, isn't he? Um, but James Bowen had to jump off Statuario last time to ride Frankie de Belay. He did. Which he won, didn't he win the same race 12 months ago? Yes. And that's why he jumped ship then. So, so yeah. I, so I wouldn't be too concerned about that. The only thing is, he didn't win very often, does he, Statuario? That no, that's, that, that's, that's, the, that's the issue in a way, that Statuario sometimes finds ways to get beat. But but yeah. from an experience point of view, like Quantum Realm is, 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 is winning sort of, you know, beating horses really that he, he should be beat. He should be beating. Uh, the form's nothing really of the Down Patrick win. Uh, he beat one of Neil Mulholland's that, that started life off 93 and he's now rated 121. Uh, so it beat that on the running last time and was all out to do so. Um, I, I I think as long as Statuario um, puts his head down, um, it's, it's his to lose. So that's my second best there. 18 grand racer as well. Yeah, it's a lovely prize, but I mean, fantastic, fantastic on Perth. I mean, he really is. Yeah. I mean, nine to the winner, four, forty-one hundred for the second, two thousand for third. Um, it's a really long way to go, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm surprised Sadiq hasn't got one in here with his. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's thinking how to pick up. He's thinking if we can, <laughs> if we can nick four, <laughs> it's a worthwhile trip. <laughs> Yeah, what was that horse rated? Forty-four of his. Yeah, he's had he's had loads. I don't know, um, but, but there's been some hilarious ones. There was one the other week we commented on. He pulled he pulled it up at Worcester. Um, there was like a four on a race. I think it was like some. It was something like he got a grand for finishing, and the yeah. jockey pulled it up four out. You know what an idiot. <laughs> well, I, he's actually a very nice person. His Atax Sadik. I uh, I bought a horse off him. A while back, and he is a real gentleman. I'm not. I'm not for a moment saying he's a you know is a legend of a trainer, but as is a, a real nice bloke. And um, you know, so but is I'm not sure how you know what his staff for you know his, if he gallops them or that often. I think they just get fit on the race course and you know. But we should call we should call him nine fifty Sadiq because at nine fifty a.m. Sadiq's looking at the decks <laughs> on the novice chasers, you know, yeah. nine, nine fifty or nine fifty nine. Should yeah. just pull on nine fifty nine. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Didn't they have that? Have they had the, the Sun's race? Yeah, they had it, didn't they? Cartmel, the last Cartmel yeah. meeting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very nice man, though. Very nice. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just just a shrewd, a shrewdy Sadiq. Uh, <laughs> Pinching that novice handicap and novice chairs. He's bought and sold about five care homes, I think, in his time and made, you know, huge profits on them and ploughed it all straight back into horses. Yeah, fair fair enough. Yeah, so it's, uh, he's done it in on the horses then. Um, <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's, it's a recurring theme. Um, I bought one last week. Oh, no, not another one. yeah. We'll talk about that later, anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that later. Anyway, so we'll come on to the um, the best bets, if if that's right. If it, yeah. I, I, have we done all the two pointers? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. done the two pointers, right? So the three pointers, the gin's kicking in. So the three pointers now, these are our best bets, listeners, as you know, and this is painstaking work. Um, so who am I going to come to? John Lang, I'm coming to you. Hey, this one's in the 440 at the Kodak. And it, with some little relief, actually, that I'm not having to tip something else in this race that hasn't been declared, thankfully. Um, this is Search for a Song. I think this looks a match on the figures, and the main opposition probably doesn't look as good as some of those she's faced this year. The thing that really swears me so hard is always how the race might be run. I can see the baby jaws of fast being able to poke the back well. This one tends to be ridden reasonably handy, and I think that ought to tip the balance in her favour. Three yep. points win. Yep. Uh, I mean, she's not 100%. She's not been at her best this year, but without a doubt. Um, I did feel last year that she could be one for this year to to kick on and be a be a, like a, a super mare, if you like. But she's just not quite been at her uh, 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 top top class best but I agree with you John here this is not um, a particularly strong race, do you agree? Yeah um, uh, as I say I'm, I'm quite relieved that other people didn't take the option of running here <laughs> Licence heads for the e-ball hopefully yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed Yeah, yeah fingers uh, crossed Yeah, yeah I, I think the way this will pan out, I think it favours her. I don't necessarily think that the, the baby Joseph horse is quite worth his racing either. I think maybe I would invoke three or four pounds less than that at the minute. Yeah. So I, I think um, I think she's fairly solid tomorrow. Good stuff. Half arm, six to four for John for his three pointer. We're going a bit blogger this week, but forgive us because the fields are quite small, so it's rather difficult. Uh, to find hidden oh, gems. Back up for it on Tuesday night. We will. Tuesday night is, the, of course, the York preview. So tune in for that. Myself, John. Thursday, Thursday nights are great now, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I Thursday. mean, is it, is it going to be the East? Is it going to be the South? <laughs> is it going to be the Irish? <laughs> yeah, everyone's tuning in for that. So much so that John, John lies on his psychiatrist's couch. Uh, I, I, I'm watching him and doing well, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a load watch... of bollocks. Yeah. John would rather watch Fraser Hines come back and, and, and on Emmerdale Farm. Oh, it's a, this, it's, this gimmick, how the BHA can sanction having this shit on on a Thursday and think people are interested, it's just beyond me. Well, the attendances as does, well. Does attendance. Blakey's lecky bills gone up so much he needs the extra longer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do people give a shit, honestly? No, no. I, I, I mean, he's, he's not... Race is not... They've tried the Shergar Cup for years. Uh, you know, we, we it's, it, it gets different kind of race goers going, but it's not people that are invested in the sport, which is, I mean... And, and we've said this before on, on sermons where, where the, 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 the BHA don't believe in the product. So they're forever, people are forever coming in trying to change the product when it, the original product's fine. It, it, it just needs looking after and nurturing, uh, as do the clientele that actually frequent the, uh, the, the race course venues need look at looking after. But they seem to be wanting to take a different uh, Lewis Hamilton stroke um, 
you know, uh, different direction for the sport. And it doesn't it doesn't work with the regulars anyway. The regulars aren't interested. It doesn't that, work with 99 percent, does it? No. You know, that, what, what's that, the point of having managers, you know, Mickey Quinn being manager of one of the teams and Jamie Osborne manager of another one and Matt Chapman being manager of another one? What is the point of it? Well, Mickey, Mickey Quinn, let, let's be right. I mean, uh, as, as John's pointed out on Twitter, um, what, right, what, <laughs> what right has Mickey Quinn, John, to run a team? You know, I mean, he's, he's got farms and he's great. And this is supposed to attract the old people to the game. So the old people come in and say, oh, that's an interesting fellow, that partly gentleman who's in charge of the job <laughs> team or whatever the hell it is. Let's look him up on Google and see what he's done in racing. Well, I've said I've said this before that that right that if it was a success right and it was doing really well and you were getting good crowds and good followings of of this particular format, then the Guardian would pick up on it straight away because that's what they do. Yeah, would send a journalist well and 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 just note Mick Quinn's case and say racing league manager. Is and, and it'd be a disaster for racing if racing suddenly got on this big up curve in terms of oh, racing leagues taking off the big crowds and everyone's behind it. Guardian would just do one, one newspaper report, Mick Quinn done for animal cruelty, and that's it. And that, 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 that's the bubble. So, who on earth thought of him as a team manager? <laughs> just, just mental, yeah. That- could be just how, how hard they've tried to, to find people as well, you know. I mean, he's a lazy, lazy selection, isn't he? He is. I, I think it was scraping the barrel. I, I think that's... that. Was, lack that... of imagination, Sean, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. The I have in some of the people that's actually agreed to be managers. But what is the point of it? Do they need a manager? No. 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 It's, it's just an excuse to chuck advertising money that... Yeah. Well, they used to call it greasing a fat pig's ass, didn't it? Throwing money at the already over uh, overcompensated, shall we say, for their talents. Anyway, we seem to anyway. sidetrack a little bit. We do, we do. But there's only three of us, so, so plenty of time. Yeah. My three-pointer uh, goes in the Pre-Jacques Le Malois on Sunday. And... Um, I'm absolutely, the prices are wrong. Uh, odds compilers are idiots, as we know. Amazing prices. In Spiral, uh, the filly, uh, available 11 to 4 with treble 8 sport, at 5 to 2 uh, boils, bet 365. Anything around that, 11 to 4, 5 to 2, you've got yourselves a very good bet. She is rated 121. Caribus is rated 121. She gets four pounds because the French give the Phillies an extra pound. Generous French. And um, so that, that makes her four pound well in uh, with Caribus. Why is she second favourite? Why is Caribus seven to four? On the St. James's Palace run, where Caribus should have been fourth. Caribus was the luckiest winner of the St. James's Palace you'll ever see. Mal June should have beat it. Mal Ulysses should have beat it with a better trip. Um, there, there was, it, you, you might say, well, Caribus. But in Spiral as well, the last one in the Falmouth, you can scrap because Prosperous Voyage had the softest factions on the front end you could ever imagine. Frankie sat, Frankie's an idiot these days, he sat three lengths off Prosperous Voyage. 
off those sort of fractions, you know, obviously getting a settled like they all do, just settle them, you know. And 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 now the race was done in the Falmouth, um, you know, on on that gas hole. But now it's Deauville. There's, there's a few front runners in here. The Jap horse goes forward, Bathrat Leon. Order Australia will go forward. State of Rest is bound to go forward, dropping from ten to eight. Um, so there's plenty. There's going to be plenty of pace. The draw favours um, uh, high draws, um, uh, you know, on, on the last meeting anyway, because they all crossed over from the stand side uh, towards the, the the middle to far. So she, she doesn't have to move. Dittori doesn't have to do anything. He just has to sit there, take a lead, and I think I think she'll win. He, I think she'll win well. I don't think Caribus is, is also. I think we think he is. I don't think the Guineas form is what we think it is. And I think the the, the in spiral, the St. J- uh, the St. James's Palace, the Coronation Stakes win was so impressive that that was the standout three-year-old performance for me um, of this season, barring Desert Crown, which, of course, he's, he's, he's not got a chance to reproduce that this season. So in spiral will lead the way for the three-year-old fillies. And I think she will bolt up 11 to four, five to two, take it. It sh- she should be favourite. The bookies have got it wrong, and uh, that's where my uh, best bet is. I think had she not disappointed last time, she would have been favourite today. Exactly. Sorry, sorry she she would have been. Well, I, I, yeah. off air, I said to John, I said, I said she should have been five to four. Um, if she'd have won the Falmouth nicely, like she should have done, um, she would have been five to four. It's her. still a nagging doubt, though, isn't it? It's still there. That- it is. She. She. But then she, I also said to John, she ran a bit flat. In, in the Falmouth, and and that's like for me that's like acceptable after all Ascot because I, I always think Ascot they, they they do it's fast ground it's very fast ground it can take a lot out of them and I think she's nicely rested now she's you know she's coming here I'd say relative fresher if you like than Ascot because that slowly run race at Newmarket it, it, it wouldn't have batted an eyelid it, it, it was it was ridiculous I mean prosperous voyage I think it's eight to one and ten to one quarter by the bookmakers that's not going to win. That it's just absolutely no chance. It should be thirty double car. Yeah, well, she's hammered that twice, didn't she? Yeah. Prior to Newmarket. That's not so. I agree. I, I think I think she is a, um, a value price. I think there is a question mark over Carobus's form. I mean, beating Lasale is not no absolute top-notch form, is it? And he had to work to do that. And William, William Butte rode a brilliant race that day, and he, he won the race for them. There were. You know, you got Mighty Ulysses, who's a very good horse, but you wouldn't be putting him as a, an absolute grade one horse. And he was only about a length and a bit behind one. Two. So I, I agree with you. I think it's, I, but I think that in the old, the inspiral of Royal Ascot, there wouldn't be another filly, another three year old filly, in, probably in the world that could could stick with him. No, no, absolutely. And it, 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 it's the wrong price. Uh, state of rest has, has to be respected, but not back at a mile. I don't think State of Rest has the pace or the turn of foot um, uh, to win uh, over a mile. Um, even if you're, the argument is that the old, the older brigade are better, um, that, that's that's where I'm at for for, for the uh, for the field goal. Um, she might bounce, might she? You know, I mean, I don't. Obviously, everybody talks about bounce and everything, but she put up such a phenomenal performance at Royal Ascot that after the problems that she had throughout the winter. It must have taken its toll. You, you can't run a fantastic race, even if you win easily. It does take it out of them. There's no yes. question about it. So I wonder if the, that she was just the race. The race just came too soon. To yeah, that, I mean, John, John actually, 
John, I think we were on a pod, and John John said the same thing uh, after and said said he thought she might have just bounced a bit as well, well as well as the slow pace. The Aspen, not considering the bounce before the race. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we if we we under we might have just like left the Falmouth and maybe maybe come here or or you know look look for alternative targets, just give her a bit more time. I'd talk to him to sell in and <laughs> Yeah, we would in our position. We'd have sold. Um, <laughs> oh, she'd yeah. have gone after seven start the two-year-old. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, right, Nev, you're finishing the round with your field goal. This is it. I'm, I'm really. Uh, happy with my my three pointer as well. I was staying at Perth, and it's a not to a hundred handicap hurdle over three miles, so it's for pretty slow, moderate horses. But the useful flat racer, the Rutland Rebel, finally got his act together over hurdles last time out. They took him up to Perth, and he he needs ground. Uh, the slowest it has to be is good. Anything quicker than good is ideal for him. Um, they took him over two and a half miles, and it was only when stamina kicked in, relative stamina at Perth, uh, the last 100 yards that Emma Smith Chaston was able to force his head in front. And he, he only won by a short head, but that's no great problem. He's only been put up five pounds. He was a good stayer on the flat. Um, one day at Pontefract, he got beat. Uh, a length by uh, a fair stayer of Ruth Jefferson's called Flint Hill. That was off a rating of 70. When you consider he's running off 89 over hurdles over a trip that will definitely bring his uh, his ability into play. He's, he's a better horse over a longer trip. And off 89, I think he, he's got his jumping together. I spoke to um, his trainer last, I think it was Christmas last year about him, because I said I, I thought he was the best handicapped uh, herder in the country and Mickey said that he just he needs uh, he needs the, the good ground to, to get him to jump and we saw that he, he jumped well last time on some decent ground and I, I'd be very surprised if he if he couldn't win this off 89 so he's, he's my banker of the weekend but he, you know you are you, you do hope that you know when you've got a big field and there are 13 of them and you're on a hold of horse you do have to have a little bit of luck in running but I'm going to I'm going to make him my banker of the weekend. The Rutland Rebel 450 at Perth. No, good stuff. Uh, seven or two. I mean, Mickey this summer. I mean, he's he's on fire. Uh, what is he? 26 percent, I believe. Yeah, it's been running right in recent times. Is that since Corley retired? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that that strike rate is since Alan Corley retired, but that doesn't yes. mean that it was. You know, he, Alan Corley was a. The good jockey. I thought he was a very good jockey, you know, and he's a good agent now. <laughs> he's, 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 he is. He's got some good clientele, old Alan Corley. He's, uh, Paddy Brennan. Yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's, he's got them all. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hope we get some info. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Rutland Rebel, uh, absolutely good choice. Seven to two for Nev's uh, three pointer. Uh, I could I see him sprinting past some of these out and out plodders, can't you? Yeah, it's a bad race. Um, mm. I mean, they put the, obviously Lakeshore Drive is five to two tissue favourite, ten year old. Um, you know, it's the, it's not a good race. This, um, yeah, well, beating beating Barney Stinson is pretty moderate form. That was a not to a hundred, but it, it won. Yeah, I, I think it should be favourite. Should Mickey's horse? 
Indeed. So that's the rounds completed. Uh, our best bets. Which do you like? Which do you like of of, our, of uh, uh, Nev's, John's, myself's? You know what what what's gonna gonna in your uh, uh, lucky fifteens, etc. What floats your boat? Yeah. What floats your boat? Indeed. Maybe lying on the floor in vest and pants in this weather does. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Nev's uh, horse turned us. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> move on. Uh, we've got we've got some TV action to discuss. Um, uh, <laughs> before York, the main meeting, of course. Uh, we're going to start off at Ripon, um, and where better than the Hornblower? You love a Hornblower, John. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It, it would be one of my least favourite conditioned races of the year, I would imagine. Um, I thought the top one would probably take a bit of beating. Oh, the the one that won air. The no, no. Uh, what? We the, the top one. <laughs> what? Not not. Um, which one? Fourteen to an outsider. Mm. On your on your dreams. Uh, Fort Florida Philly Prince of Pillow New Definition or When Moon? Do you mean the favourite or? No, I meant some of your dreams. Honestly? Yeah, I think... A pony? Yeah, I think I might just get away with this. Um, I, th- I see a bit of progression in this house, believe it or not. And uh, I think there's a sporting bet against some of these. Cause, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think some of these are all that, to be honest. And, uh, I, th- I think, I think this, you, you make excuses for this on occasion. Paddock Judge Anna Norman, on my note, says, size, fine, quite tall, strong, on toes, tall, quite strong, well made. Yeah. yeah. He he, like, he he likes the horse, Paddock-wise. Yeah, I've, I've noted the horse a couple of times myself, and uh, as I say, I think there's, there's been excuses. He didn't like the soft ground last time at the Um Conti, I don't think, suited with the bend. Um, yeah. Was a it was a win, but you know I thought there was more to come. Um, yeah, I don't think we've we've seen everything this one's got to be honest. Great shout into oh, it's a good shout of um, Adrian, Adrian Keatley's to put Ryan Sexton up who can't claim, but you know it's it's good for for the lad, isn't it? Yeah, he's got them up for him. I think he rates him, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, mm. I think it's a, it, it, it would be one of the best five pound claimers, wouldn't he, on the flat? Yeah, I've got a, I've yeah. got a, got a feeling that if, if, if a fancy runner wins, might settle for Prince of Pillar, um, dropping from six to five. Um, I, 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 I think when Moon will go on, New Definition will go on, um, uh, Florida Philly will go on. I think it could be a bit of a burn up and just set up for you know this that one's that won't be won't be leading up uh, dropping back in trip. So. That was where I sort of sat with the fifth horse. I think one at Goodwood in that um, that air race in a, in a nursery off seventy four. But it, it's not a vintage horn blower <laughs> <laughs> by any means. Very uh, childish. What's the trophy like for this? <laughs> well, that's it. We, we, we should. He's in the shape of a horn blower. Well, yeah, it'd be somebody blowing a horn, aren't they? Yeah, it could be somebody like like a Swiss yodeler, you know. They might have somebody there blowing on his own horn. 
you will be his own, won't you? You're not going to blow somebody else, are you? Well, <laughs> well I, I, I want to tell young ladies in retirement that they're perfectly happy to help them. What? You, what they, they actually can blow the horn? No, they're happy to blow the paper. Uh, right, uh, we'll move on. Uh, the 250 at Ripper is the Great St. Wilfrid handicap. And um, the, 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 I had a question from a, a listener th this morning. He's quite correct. Um, he wanted me to try and find out what they've been doing um, with the draw at Ripon because he, he is correct. Now, if this had been a traditional Great St. Wilfrid and nothing different, I'd have said, it has to be lure draws. Um, it, you know, the, traditionally on this ground, lure would be best. I would, I would say, looking at looking at the configuration. However, the last two meets have been, I think, quite heavily biased towards the stand side. So it could be natural. We we, we don't know what goes off with the water, and we don't know what part of the track drags more water underneath. But it does look. I wouldn't put it this way. I wouldn't want to be in the middle. Um, I, I think I think either rail is going to. I mean, it might be obvious, but I think I think literally you, you do need the middle, are they? Well, I know, but but look, looking at the last meeting, if you if you, it's kind of weird. It, it, it booked the trends of of recent meetings at Ripon, sort of like spring onwards, where the stands rail was no good. Literally, if you came down the sand rail, you, you didn't win. It was, it was. They came down the middle all the time. I mean, and I mean, for me, like, there's, there's like no pace below six. Yeah. And I think, I think the bottom, the bottom side, they're all looking at either just off the pace or well held up. I mean, my, my thoughts on the the really low draws were possible place layers of black rod and summer gand. Okay. No, no interesting view. Um, Interesting to get that take. Uh, I'm looking. Matt, I'm trying to find where the uh, the consolation race is. No, it's gone because they, 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 they couldn't fill this one. What you mean? The BHA are putting on such bad prize money that the owners are dropping out the game. And there's not no. enough horses to go around. Is that what you're we'll, saying? We'll, we'll get on to prize money in a bit, but yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, it's yeah, they couldn't they couldn't even fill the Great St Wilfrid. Fifteen runners. We should have had shit in the world for this year, shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my fans in the race was Al at um, uh, the mayor. Um, she's she's in fantastic nick. And um, they, they sidestepped Goodwood because I looked at her entries and she was entered at Goodwood and I'm thinking, right, you know, I, I'm interested in this, this mayor at Goodwood. And they obviously felt that this was the race for her and... I think, I think that's like quite an interesting tip in itself. But, yeah, that was Al Simo. She's in great heart, and that's that's where I'd be, I think, if I had to have a stab at the race. Any thoughts, chaps? I would not even look at it twice. <laughs> John? I thought Emperor's Spirit would be very dangerous in the uh, the 13 box with a uncontested crack at the front. Yeah, yeah. With a wily old PJ riding. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's yeah he, he he's definitely got a chance. He's I mean he, he's he's an handful, um, but but yeah, hundred percent he he'd be, he'd be on the list, uh, as would be a few others of your fans. I have no doubt, listeners. Uh, but I, I'd be a bit worried with, with ripping with the draw. And the reason I'm going to come on to the draw now, in a sort of a rant, is because if you right if you get in running picks the drone picks, 
you can actually see on certain tracks that clarks aren't watering at certain parts of section of the track winds are particularly is pretty bad um the the the, the outside line at windsor is off is brown so this is interesting for later in the season in that you're going to get some strange results i would think uh, towards autumn time when when the water table tops up again and the rain starts falling um that's obviously when they don't water but obviously because they're not they're neglecting a certain part of the track that should mean that that track will be much much faster than uh, than, the, than the track that they have been so, so as we've seen with pontefract etc all summer you know you can't get away with it you have to water the whole track but obviously with the water shortages so watch out for that this summer do your research and um you know it should pay dividends uh, towards the final quarter on the flat which john says like you say john get all weather in on the turf and spray it green also um and and then the job's done and then we've got we've not with the track biases are much less except when the inside rides slow etc always a problem on the flat um right we'll move on to newbury uh the 120 is a is a 50 a 15 grand handicap uh nothing affair i've got no opinion myself uh john neville no same as you i'm going for the same one as you've gone for yeah no, no opinion none of the above yeah. I did have an opinion. You said it was a really shit race, and I didn't want to get involved in it. <laughs> that sums it up nicely. One fifty-five is the Dentford listed race. Um, Victory Dance, I think, is the. It's potentially one of the top two-year-olds of this season. Uh, I've made no secret about that on the debut when he did very well to win in a slowly run affair, despite him being, you know, quite quite heavy topped, quite you know quite doesn't pick up instantly but did ever so well and showed a good attitude then at Newmarket last time I felt he was desperate again to get headed I think he's an absolute class act and I wouldn't put anyone off even 8 to 13 I think he absolutely bolts up um, in that race at Newbreak and um, yeah that's where I'm at with that any thoughts chaps? Yeah, he's, uh, he was a little bit unlucky, wanting not to. It could have gone either way, that Stuart inquiry. Yes. Uh, Brian, and Brian Meehan seems to rate the winner, you know, like one of the best he's, yes, he's had through his hands. It was very well backed on debut, the Brian Meehan horse as well, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's all solid. That's that's what I would call a solid fab. John? Yeah, I couldn't put anybody off the bloggers back there. <laughs> Bloggers block the bar stewards. What a disgrace. Tell him, tell him, chaps, tell him what a disgrace he is for blocking the bar stewards. Um, he doesn't like us, does he? No, he don't like us. And I, I don't blame him. We're like, no, aren't we? That's it. And no, we don't care. Um, 2.30 is the Jeffrey Freer. Um, Zechariah heads the betting at 7 to 4. Any thoughts on this, chaps? One of the worst Jeffrey's ever runs as well, isn't it? Really? Yeah, five five runners. Um, again, where's Mr. Sadiq for his uh, one thousand eight hundred eighty-three pounds? I thought this this might be as soppy as Outbox would ever get it on the front end. Um, I literally cannot see anybody taking on Outbox, and if Mrs. Marquand manages to get the horse nicely settled. And maybe Nick Freya for all ends early on. It could take a bit of passing. Could be in business, yeah, like you say, yeah. Um, it, it's the type of horse I, I think I'd want to see him go so long and 
see whether Mrs. Marquand's got everything under control or whether she's hitting the panic button there. Yeah, no, fair play. Neville? Um, only thing I could say is it, it is a very poor renewal. But yes. apart from that, I I wouldn't be getting involved. I think there are just too many question marks against them and you wouldn't be surprised whatever one really, would you? No, I agree with that. Three o'clock Newbury, then we move on to the seven furlong. Again, poorly prized, twenty five thousand added. Not 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 good for you know, these are very poor this is poor for, for this sort of standard. Yeah, um, we're talking about a a grade one track, Newbury. Yeah. To put in a good prize money. And look at the field, seven runners. Yeah, it's, it's is it all down good. to the ground? No, I don't think so. I genuinely no, I think there's a I genuinely think there's a there's a lack of runners um in terms of you know people are selling abroad, etc. And it's it's a long going thing and the flat season's gonna suffer for a while until this is addressed, but I don't think it will get addressed. I think I think we're on a big downturn. Well Down- maybe the racing league needs to come back maybe twice a week, do you think? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To see if you can I mean, midweek, midweek matches. I, I think if you just give Blakey more money, and he'll sort it out. <laughs> Blakey. <laughs> what the Kevin Blake, or the or the Blakey on the buses? No, he's he's, he's dead in the ass. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not both dead, though, are they? No, Kevin Blake's still alive. Go from on the buses. Uh, yeah. the, the, yeah, they're all dead. They're all dead. Blakey, the conductor. Oh, the... really? I, I thought that the conductor, oh, the driver of the bus. I thought I saw a picture of him yesterday. But it might have been before he died. Well, the tent to check him before they die. Um... <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Bus crash, of course. Yeah. Uh, three o'clock then. Uh, Dan's. Uh, it's a shit. I'm, I'm passing on this, Red. Yeah, it's Dan's fever, four to one. She's shit. Um, he's shit. Whatever. At three thirty-five, we've already covered. Tiber Flow is the Claxon horse um, in the in the Hungerford. Nev, any? any you think Chindit's going to have to put up a career best, isn't he? I think he's got that penalty makes life very difficult for him. Well, in fact, is it a double penalty he's got? Yeah. Well, ch- yeah, Chindit's. Chind, uh... That's a real tough ask. That if he can win that. He he must be pushing Group One into genuinely. Yeah, group he's one. not. Yeah, I mean, look at look at look at what they're doing to him. Um, they've had enough. The owners have said, "Well, this is shit." Um, and 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 fourteenth for, <laughs> of May, uh, they ran against Baid in the Lockinge, and since then it's had four starts. This will be its fifth start then since the Lockinge. This is Anthony Britton stuff um, uh, from Richard Annan, the Cannon. And um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm sorry, but if this was the real deal. You'd be wrapping this in cotton wool and saying, we'll save you for an autumn campaign and give you a bit of a rest. But no, it's back out. They've wheeled it back out straight it's after. It's a tough ask, isn't it, that of yeah. 9-11. Uh, I think you, you've covered it, really, with, with Tiber Flow, really. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Right. Uh, well, bit... You can say it and Pogo knocking the shit out of each other right from the start, anyway. If, yeah. if they do that, Pogo will win because he's as tough as nails, isn't he? Yeah. Pogo is a good horse. I mean, I mean, and if it suits the front end, like it has done today, but it was slightly wind-assisted um, from behind, uh, that Pogo would be interesting. 2.10 Newmarket will go over to the Slop Dop uh, track where he's, he's put on about 600 millimetres this week, um, hoping for good to soft. Um, <laughs> 2.10 Jennings Bet, Philly's Handicap. 
Uh, 11 to 10 favourite, Atlantis for Slim and the Luigi, the Sardinian. Any thoughts? This is absolutely drive, isn't it? This is a 0 to 105. The top rated is 89. This shows you how desperate racing is in this country at the moment. It is. £15,000. Where's Sadiq? Yeah. <laughs> Could have put one of his geldings in this Phillies race. Well, well, you know, fifth, fifth is £1,510. There might be one breakdown on his slop. On the, 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 the sooner they build social housing on this shit, all the better. Yeah, I'm sorry, the jewel I course is dead. Dead to me as well. It's, it, <laughs> it, it's done. Horrible place. Um, you know, I mean, they knock the top off. It's up and down Dale. Like, who wants to run nice horses when you have to go up and down Dale on absolute summer slop? Um, you know, knocking the top off. He's, you wouldn't run a nice horse on this, would you? No. Um, no. So we go on to the Grey Horse Handicap. Look, again, they've cut the prize money on this. They're absolute disgraces. They cut it to nil because it's a fucking boring thing to do. <laughs> that's, the, that's the 3.18 race. Mr. Blue Seven Bird. runners. There used to be 18 in this type of race. Yeah. You can get your hands on a good grey these days. Jeff Harker's <laughs> got Jeff Harker's got a fancy body and he went with Falls. Ten-year-old job. I know. It's shocking, <laughs> isn't it, really? <laughs> He, he, it's a mad old up horse, isn't it? And he, he sends it there to contest this with no pace on. No. Um, probably going to win now, I've said that, but... Yeah, it, uh, it, yeah. It's terrible. Um, I think friend of the show, Stuart Williams, might finally get a payday with a large rapscallion, to be honest. Well... We'll finish the show with, with this, by the way. I, I'm hoping Stuart Williams is a, is a great friend of the show. And I'm hoping that he does have a great day because I've seen he's got a battalion out at Newmarket on Saturday. Plenty of runners. And he'll be hoping um, for some better luck. He, the yard's not in the, best of, in the best of form, but it's one of them. He can turn on an knife edge and, and that's it. Great text, us. by the way, Lee. Oh, he's come through. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. All right, all right. An interesting show, chaps. I mean, I mean, we've we've covered it off fairly well. Um, I like to think we've got some good bets there. We've got a Claxon, which was unlikely this weekend. I felt Neville. Yeah, Neville. Some fantastic thoughts yeah. uh, on the Twig Hoppers, and uh, I, I'm backing. I'm going to back two of yours that you've mentioned. So um, that that's testament to your uh, input into the show. Uh, John's, I'd probably back uh, the Rip and also John's as well for definite. Um, yeah, so we're excited. We're excited for this weekend. Let, let's finish. Let's finish off with a bang this week. To, we, we did quite well last week. I'm going to build on that. We've got the sermon on Sunday um, to come, and then on Tuesday it's the York Ebo preview with me, John, Andy Richmond, and Quentin Franks. And to finish. Um, just, a, just a special mention because Nev has got his horse running uh, at Market Raisin on Saturday evening, and this horse uh, happened to win last time out, and uh, much, much to my uh, profit as well. Um, it's a horse called uh, Goodbye, and it runs in the last race at Market Raisin. So when you're all doing your bollocks, um, <laughs> this could be it. This could be a lovely, lo- lovely bet. And uh, Nev, um, talk to me about Goodbye. Um, well, we bought him at uh, Ascot, was it? Uh, uh, anyway, we were at Ascot. <laughs> you were drunk. And, uh, six six thousand pounds out of 
um, Alan Jones's yard, and he came with a he came with one or two problems. Uh, it was mainly down to his back, and uh, we had the vet look at him, and the vet the, the vet seemed to was concerned. He thought he might have a kissing spine, but it turned out that he just had some some like calcium spur bones that were just touching one another and it just made him very sore but we had that injected and it turned him inside out really from being a, a very miserable horse he's now just a miserable horse which is <laughs> that's like me and John. He, he, in all honesty he's, 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 a lot, he's a lot better now and uh, it's been reflected in the way he's been jumping because it's the first time he jumped for us at Market Raisin. He came second, and his jumping was pretty ordinary. He he was very deliberate. It got better next time at Utoxeter when he came second, and last time he jumped really well when he won over the course and distance. He's handicapped on his form. He's got nothing to spare according to the handicapper. He runs off a hundred. And I'd be disappointed if it wasn't in the first three. But I do think it's a competitive race. I'm saying that, though. He's in good form. And, um, you know, it's, uh, he's doing his best, like all mine do. Yeah. So, so you're going there with big confidence, sir. I'm going there with... I'm hopeful that it'll run well. Yeah. I also run one on um, Sunday at Civil in the last race there. Apparently, it's, it's Civil's big day of the year on Sunday. They're expecting a huge turnout. I think it might be Ladies' Day there. And uh, we run a horse called um, Cold Henry, who uh, came to us from David Ellsworth's yard. He showed nothing on his debut for that trainer. He showed precious little first time out for us at Pontefract. And then um, we ran him at Civil, and he finished eighth in a good maiden. The horse that finished, I think, fifth has come out and won yesterday. And he's been given a mark of 59. I really wanted 45, but um, the handicapper has been... <laughs> You're greedy. Uh, he's improved a lot. He's, he's, he's actually was very green when he first started, a very childish, very babyish, and his work has improved unbelievably since then. And I would be hopeful that he will outrun his odds. I think, he'll, is it, I think, I think ideally he wants two miles. He settles well, gives himself every chance of staying long distances. Uh, but uh, Joanna Mason rode him last time, and she she was surprised just how much ability he possessed. So uh, he'll, I think he'll outrun his odds. I'm not going to say he'll win, but I think he'll outrun his odds, and he'll probably he could be one to follow for when we up him in trip. Good stuff, Nev. Uh, terrible from you, though. I would stop him until I go my 45, and then I, we'd all have the lot on, and we'd all eat. <laughs> eat healthy at christmas but but no you won't do that because you are a genuine soul unlike yeah. a lot of people in this game but certainly the 810 race is interesting for goodbye because uh, it means that if we're all doing our bollocks uh, we can have a, a seven point place one point win uh, on goodbye on the exchanges and absolutely smash it all up in the three pegs uh, uh, you know, and even for, if you get four pegs, let's have four pegs as well, and just keep smashing it. Um, because goodbye, I think we'll uh, we'll go very close on Saturday night. Neville, thank you very much for that. Thank you. That's all from us. Bye for now.